0: The car you drive every day should be fun,
1: but it has to do the boring stuff too, like commute, be affordable, and haul your groceries.
0: You can have both, and we'll help you find it. I'm Todd. I'm Paul, and this
1: is the Everyday Driver Car Today.
0: We have an announcement to make on this podcast, but I'm, I feel like we're closing a story. We're finishing off something we announced so long ago. It feels like a prophecy from the beginning of a Lord of the Rings film. <laughs> I, I, I know what that a sounds start. Little, but, wow. But, but no, but here's here's my point. I mean, it has this kind of long ago there was a prophecy that t shirts would be revealed. And finally, finally here we are. We have promised it. I think it may have been over a year ago now. It's ridiculous, but this is how uh busy and other things we have been. But I promise you, now, seriously, I'm not kidding this time. They're a thing. T shirts exist. On our website, you can go everydaydriver.com. There is now a tab called Store, appropriately. And under there, there are three T-shirt designs already available, most of which were featured in the film we dropped today, which was the Pilgrimage 2016 adventure, and more on the way. We've actually done it this time.
1: Yes, we have, and uh, quite proud of that. They are not all there, you'll notice. There are more designs to be coming, some of the more complicated designs that we really want to get right before we release those. But there is a few, so you can get a host shirt You can get the Mm -hmm. pilgrimage shirt, so a version of that, and also the 50 Years of the 9-11 shirt as well. Now, Mm -hmm. as Todd said in the film, you will see a very special hoodie that all the attendees of the pilgrimage adventure got in their swag bag, and these are very special. They were only for attendees and kind of makes them a little bit more rare, but if you do want a hoodie, we can produce some variation of that. Please let us know as uh, a number of you already have with the lotus shirt yeah. that I was 31% kidding about actually doing but it seems like it's had a huge following already
0: the 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 shirt we made up Literally on the fly, a couple podcasts ago, we're just joking about it. We had multiple ones of you write in and go, "I'd buy that shirt." So now we're going to add that to the pile. But of course, that that blindsided us too. Even though I'll be honest, I want to wear one. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I said it for you. I thought it was just going to be I, I know you you only. <laughs> but it's it's not just me. Apparently, it is is really not just me. Uh, so we've tried to keep the cost down on those. There will be some more as well, uh, and we're excited to even have them at all because we've talked about it so many times and never done it, and now we've done it. So I don't know, yay us? I don't know what we say, but uh, <laughs> honestly, it's almost a mea culpa at this point. It's almost like, I really did. I promise. I got there. So there's where we are.
1: We're getting there. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. We are here to inform you, educate, inspire, and hopefully entertain you a little bit. As we jump into the car debates that we've got, no pressure on us, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about these car debates we've got coming up for today's podcast. We have Mm -hmm. Tacey from the Bay Area in California, along with her husband, who is a Patreon contributor, and both of them listen to the podcast. Thank you for listening. And they own a Cayman GTS.
0: They own a Cayman GTS! (laughs) It's just you making an excuse to talk about your cool car. I mean well, that's that's most of what we've done here. Yeah.
1: What's even cooler is they're not getting rid of it. They just sort of threw True. that in as a little True. you know, spice in there and, and tasty it did catch my eye, so here we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. But they are looking for something with a budget of about thirty to thirty-five thousand. Why does everybody keep putting the Paul limiter on? Uh, it's like they <laughs> because, keep muzzling me. Why is that?
0: Because that's become a thing as well. I oh, love that man. that has become a, a consistent enough thing that you and I don't have to bring it up anymore, and people include it when they write in, I have a Paul limiter. So I, <laughs> I have least, to laugh. I,
1: that's always I like the
0: first say. thing everybody says
1: now, like, whoa, hit the brakes there, big guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm limited to it. Like, I can't afford yeah, everything. Okay, well, we you've, created,
0: you've created an actual uh, consistent... Reality with you, and so people know now. So
1: that's good. All right. There you go. It's your thing. (laughs) It's your thing. Oh, so they're looking for something for Tacey. It sounds like the GTS is their uh, shared car, which is cool.
0: Their primary fun car, and and they're looking for one that can be more yeah. her primary fun car. So they so they each have one. Which you know I say if you've got his and her fun cars, then you get to go on a his and her fun drive down a canyon road and keep swapping, which would be awesome. But sure. maybe that's not what you're hoping for. But there's there's great roads in that area too. I mean, if you look at our uh, our oh, yeah. uh, GT350 versus Boss Mustang piece, that was shot in the area. So was our Lotus Evora piece. There's some great roads in that area. That's just a couple of them off the top of my head, and that we didn't touch like half a dozen others that were possible so yeah i think that's awesome there's so many good roads out there we also have nick writing in from saratoga california he has owned a series of kind of small chuckable uh cars his wife has a mini right now that they love but uh life is changing kids are coming and so they're debating do we need to go suv i mean they've kind of made that (laughs) leap in their head of we think it's time for an suv but that's the whole debate here is do they need that so yeah. we got to get to that as well.
1: Yeah, there's some usual suspects in here. But, Nick, I went round and round, and then I think I hit on something. I'm not even sure oh, I can cool. tell you Good. these other choices because I'm going to embarrass myself with the – I blew up the Paul limiter on, on one of these. You're just going to laugh and laugh and laugh well, but- at me.
0: But that's the thing, though. I don't. I mean, I got the impression he's got a good budget, but I didn't see an actual figure in here for how much money is his limit. So true. That's why we're um, around.
1: Because I thought, well, you know, that's, some of the things that's, he suggested. thats a dangerous place
0: to leave us. <laughs> I you mean, can't. You can't leave us without fences. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, where's Paul going? I'm like, come back here.
0: <laughs> you can't even see that budget from
1: here. <laughs> Look what no, I found, guys. Come over here. No. Uh, yeah. Could be bad, but uh, we do want to move on to a story we want to touch on. That is dominating our thoughts. It's something you might have seen in the news that is pretty amazing. No, it's not pretty amazing. It's phenomenal. I've actually never heard of this, to be honest. It's
0: staggering. A couple of you had written in about this news article. We yeah. came across it as well. And it is – I don't know another way to put it. This story is so Hollywood, it's astounding. And it's one of those yeah. things that I, I almost hear somebody buying the movie rights as as we're talking about it. And yet <laughs> there is a you. part of me that be- – No, not me. I have no money for that. Some studio is probably trying to track this guy down right now. You may have heard this story. There was a guy in Iraq with a bulletproof BMW 7 Series that even the headline is, is staggering, let alone the details. He saved somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 people from ISIS sniper fire by driving back and forth into the same area, the same sniper-attacked area, and pulling people out by the carload. Seventy people. That's a lot of
1: trips. How many people can you stuff into a 7 Series? It's not a clown car. Agreed.
0: No, and it's not even a wagon. I mean, let's let's just assume for sake of argument, just for simple math, he got seven in the car every time he took a trip. Seven in addition to him. It's still ten trips. Oh, I'm not even gosh. good at math, and I know that is that is staggering that he went back that many times.
1: So, this driver, whose name I can't pronounce very well, but uh, he survived the ISIS attack in the Iraqi province of Kirkuk and rescued 70 people, as Todd said. He kept going back. And not, to, uh, not in any way to take the side of the snipers, massive shame on them, but...
0: <laughs> you just think well, well, but, you're, but you're thinking <laughs> about the c- scenario From their side which is there's that BMW again.
1: It's, it's like the Golf cart that drives back into the driving range Well of course you're going to aim for the thing There's that BMW again with missing The front bumper. Guys if you look this up Just search for the Kurdish fighter Who saved 70 people in his Bulletproof BMW or just search bulletproof BMW and this will mm. come Up mm. because the pictures are Astounding. At some point A bulletproof car has got a give up right I mean it's not bulletproof forever especially mm-hmm. the glass I would think that's where you right. aim and the pictures show dead aim right where the driver would be with you know a I number know. of hits right there the bumper's gone the glass it looks like it's about to give up yet he kept going and got people from every race and religion and walk of life it didn't matter
0: it didn't matter this that's, was about that's the most human amazing thing
1: safety it was about human beings that he was saving
0: I know. That's the most amazing thing about it. I mean, you hear so much discussion of Sunnis versus Shiites in that part of the world, let alone Christians and other religions. But just Sunni versus Shiite is so embedded in the culture. Mm-hmm. I know almost nothing about it, and I know that. So that's how, that's how prevalent it is. And he didn't care. It was just anybody under fire, he tried to get them out. It, honestly, here's the problem with us mentioning this story, Paul. There is nothing we can do to follow this story. Nothing.
1: Not really. Everything no.
0: we do is such – this has got such gravitas. Anything we do from here on is so trite in comparison to this story. There's no way to follow this other than just acknowledge <laughs> it's way beyond us. I. This guy mm. is beyond hero. I know I'm ranting in a good way here. But this guy, I, I just – I can't believe he kept going back and pulled that many people out. And there was some part in the article I saw where – the local governor gave him like a certificate, and I thought a certificate really, with
1: <laughs> thanks. That really is salving the wounds, man.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ooh. With a you know, and then there's a um, there was a few hundred dollars with it, and he was almost offended that he was given any money at all. He his his demeanor was anybody would have done this, and I'm thinking, no sir, not anybody. No, that just no. you. That's that's a special guy there for sure.
1: Even BMW offered to trade his car for a brand new bmw so they could put it in their museum and he turned that down too i mean how amazing is this man i'm i'm amazing i've never been shot at but i think you know i'd I'd like to think oh yeah I'd, i'd do that after the first car load i'm done i really don't want to be shot at anymore maybe it was the camel painted hood that you know sort of kept him camouflaged they couldn't really see it very well i don't know
0: with your sniper comment, you've actually brought up a, a, a terrifying point, and you're right. If there were any snipers that actually recognized that car more time than one, now they probably made it their mission, and yet he still goes back. I couldn't be more thrilled about this story and that it worked, and there is that part of me that thinks somebody's trying to buy his life rights right now, and there's a part of me that almost hopes they can just leave it to him. Or either that, or they buy his life rights for something high enough that he can change his whole life, but I get the impression that... He wants to be there and live there and he's an Iraqi and this is I mean he he he's taken such pride in this as something that any Iraqi would do that I don't know that he would go anywhere else. I but mean unbelievable geez. guy. Unbelievable guy.
1: See the car and be like, wow, did you catch some traffic on your commute or what happened? Man, look at your car.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs>
1: That's terrible. Oh my gosh. Well uh I'm I'm amazed. Hopefully that inspires you as it has us. But uh, moving on to the entertainment portion and hopefully informative and educational, we do have uh, there's,
0: Tacey. There's almost a part of me that wants to say, you know what, good night. I mean, it's just <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening and let the music play. Right? <laughs> Seriously, we are going to go on to do car debates, but I'm just I'm so I'm so boggled by this story. Anytime I ponder it, that I just feel like, wow, we can only go. We can only cover lesser topics now, but uh, yes, let's let's go on anyway and deal with some car debates. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, Tacey, uh, thank you again for writing in. Uh, this the story is great. The Cayman GTS popped out at me. You didn't tell me what the color was. I come on. I'm missing the color and the transmission. And you should have copied well, but, the specs and the and sent that to me. Just
0: never terrible. Mind. <laughs> but she will now. She's going to send it to us now. Probably. I mean, she. had... She and her husband uh, <laughs> they had a Dynon tuned one uh, thirty five i and they actually traded that in, got the cayman GTS, and they talk about just being thrilled with it. It is their new yeah. couple fun car yeah. and they have, I know I know you 're not the least bit shocked, but i 'm just'm telling their surprise. story now, not your story so they 're thrilled with it. They also have a Ford Focus hatchback that is their haul the dog, get the groceries so they 've even covered the kind of you know we need something we can beat on car so they can keep that GTS not only special but a little bit precious because the Focus exists. But what's interesting here is, like we said at the top, it's kind of a couple's driving event here. They want something that's Tacey's, that she can drive as her fun car, and her husband can drive the GTS as his fun car. Maybe you're going to go out and swap, I don't know, take a track day with the two of you and and trade off sessions. I mean, all of this is great. So we're looking for something for her. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, this is pretty awesome. But the non-awesome part is why does everybody keep – putting in a paul limiter, like the the muzzle, the, the leash. Her budget is thirty to thirty-five thousand, with a Paul limiter of forty k. Man,
0: I get it. People Spend know money
1: now. On the Cayman, I get it.
0: All right. Now, now people know it's they a are thing, aware isn't it? of how this is going. They're Sheesh. trying to get ahead of the problem. I hear you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd be here's, way out front. Hey guys, here's, follow me. Here's the
0: grand irony, though. I was the one struggling with the Paul limiter in this story. Oh, I, you were. I have to admit it. Yes, I have to admit it. I have a couple recommendations. I have a couple recommendations, but uh, but I was struggling against that forty grand, uh, and I'm I'm right against it. But um, but I have a couple ideas. I mean, she's listed some cool stuff here. They've already talked about. Oh, actually, side note, her husband brought up, what about the Chevy SS? And yeah. I love that this got discussed because now I don't have to bring it up. But but it's, but they talked about it, and she said she just wants something smaller. She doesn't want anything that big, which is good. That's good guidance. The stuff they're already talking about are the 996 or 997 generation 911. So that's the the 99 uh, gen to the like 2011. It's two generations there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they talked about the 911. They've talked about a used Boxster. C63 AMG is on the list as well. Interesting. I. I don't know that I back your play there, but she's curious what we've got. I've got two, but where did you go?
1: Well, I was able to stay within her budget. You don't even have to you know, throttle the paw limiter on this one, Tacey, because Look at you. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I can multitask. Wow. So I, uh, I love your suggestions here, and I love that you said Porsches. Of course I advocate more Porsches, more, more, <laughs> more, yes. Of course you do. But the Cayman GTS is pretty special. It's an event car. It is. Yeah, yeah, you can drive I agree it with that. I agree with all that. the time, yeah, but it's an event can. car. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, since you've got the Ford Focus hatch, the dog-hauling, grocery-getting mm-hmm. Ford hatch, the Focus hatchback, I thought, what about something also entirely different? If it's not going to be a nine nine six or nine nine seven, even okay. with that car, I bet you'd still fight for the GTS keys. I bet you you would. So. Maybe because you already have yeah. one, it's it's okay to move past that. All right? So I thought of the car that Todd wants, the, the one we keep talking about. This is the 2017 Mazda MX-5 Miata RF, retractable fastback. Hmm.
0: Hmm. The
1: bad news, everyone, is that as of October 2016, all the launch editions have been sold out. So that means you yeah. have to take a look at the club version. But then I thought, Huh? You know what you could do is look at Fiat USA. There is the 2017 Fiat 124 Spider Abarth, affectionately known Interesting. as the Fiata.
0: This yes, has
1: actually more horsepower than the Miata RF, and it starts at just over $28,000. Of course, with that yeah. automatic transmission that yeah. Tacey wants, you'd be just over thirty dollars And you can get this really cool Racing Heritage Black Center Band for an extra $2,000, which really Hmm. does it for me. So (laughs) configure yours online. I'm going for the red with the Black Center Band. I actually really like it like that. And it's got more power. Headlights are different. Of course, same interior. But that's a way to get something fairly special. And Mm -hmm. it's not too expensive. And I was thinking convertible because... Neither of the cars that you guys have right now are convertibles, and with all those great mountain roads that Todd was talking about, you want to throw a top down and go.
0: So that's what. Yeah, the Bay Area is littered with them. It's it's amazing. Yeah,
1: keep going. So that is the the starting place, but the ending place is a little bit higher. You wouldn't still. You probably could keep it under thirty five k, probably. Okay. All right. But. There is the BMW 230i Cooper Convertible to consider, because Todd and I have driven that so much. The engine has now been upgraded to the 230i in the base model. Of course, mm-hmm. automatic transmission. What a wonderful chassis! Very usable. As I said, coupe or convertible could work. It's still uh, it's still a choice for errands or grocery getting or whatever. The Focus might start to languish, to be honest. If you had both of those cars. <laughs> the the BMW and the Porsche in the garage, <clears throat> of course that's my own goal. But uh, you know we'll all get there. We'll get there. Sure. So uh, sure. that's uh, those are my choices beyond Porsches. Interesting. And that RF is cool, but what about the the Fiat One Twenty Four? What about that thing? Kind of interesting. Yeah. Conf- I, you, I, I see. that. tacy You're gonna sit here at work. <laughs> Let me guide you. Start looking them up. Open an internet yeah. browser. Go to Fiat USA. <laughs> Fiat 124 <laughs> Spider, ABART, Start configuring yours. Order the black center band and
0: configure it well, like why, you like, why, and why? We don't need we the go. black center band. I, I just, uh, it's really cool. It really does it for me. Uh, it's a wristwatch in the car world, but we all know how I feel about wristwatches. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, okay. You know what? I like that you went there. I, that those are two places I hadn't thought about at all. I do like both of them, actually. One of the things is, I mean, I, I thought of a few BMWs, but since you just got out of a 135i, there's a part of me that just goes, let's leave BMW off-limit. Let's do something different.
1: Possibly, and, you yeah. know,
0: you know, you have this Cayman GTS. I don't want to put you in another of the exact same thing or something that's really, really close. Uh, I have something that may seem close uh, at first blush, but then I want to... Ed- you know, talk further about why I think it's a good idea. I've got two that really struck me. I want to speak to the ones you brought up though already, Tacey, and that is the 911, great. I yes. mean, honestly, I, I can't I can't fight you off on that. I think that's a really good option for you if you want the 911, it's interesting. I don't, I mean, it would be a different feel than your GTS, uh, so I, I can't steer you away from that. But I'm trying to think more event car. Look, the 911 is an event car. I get it. <laughs> but but it's, 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 less of a, it's, it's less of a single purpose, this is just a fun car. It's more of a do-it-all car. And I feel like, is, is this a problem? I don't know. I feel like if you have the 911, you never drive the Ford Focus. So if this is supposed to be a special event car, uh, I almost feel like the 911 is not getting used enough. Possibly. maybe that's weird
1: Slicingtheonionfinley.com uh, with your host, oh yes Todd I am. oh oh
0: yeah I, yeah this is <laughs> this is me getting quite absurd I'm gonna say <laughs> to you no on the c63 AMG because that car is a laugh and it loves to go sideways it's not you're not gonna find it as refined handling wise as that GTS and I think if the two of you go on drives together you're gonna wish you were in the other car sure sure so I started to think about the, I mean, and maybe I've created a scenario that doesn't exist Tacey. maybe that's my problem but I was I was Entering this from the standpoint of the two of you are going to go driving together. So I want you both to be in cars that are special. Or, hey, honey, I'm going to take your car today, you take my car, and you're both happy. So I landed on two. Both of them, I will admit, bump up against your Paul limiter budget, even though I'm not Paul. (laughs) But I'm going to go there anyway. You said you want an automatic, so that obviously guides this too. Uh, First idea I have is the first-gen Boxster Spider. That is a Ooh. refined version, a focused version of the of the like second gen Porsche Boxster. Okay, so it's a it's a different car with a different feel than your Cayman GTS because the Cayman GTS is the current chassis. This is the chassis prior. Those those Boxster spiders are very cool cars. They are dedicated spiders. They have that little umbrella top thing. Be sure you have time. But you live in the Bay like Area, diaper, so maybe you get away but, with it. You know, whatever umbrella diaper. Okay, fair. Diaper. It's good. Band-aids, however you want to look at it. Yeah, it's not. It's not a, it's not not a good time. That but that's. But that's not the point. The point is the fact that with the top off, that car is just. It works. Sounds great. Drives well. I think the Boxster Spider's a real option. PDK is available in that. Uh, I looked it up. Forty to forty-five, you can start finding them. Ooh, so I'm that's, again, there, I'm, that's, I'm that's up there. That's that's up. I'm breaking through the Paul limiter, but that's a that's a, a real option. Isn't the other air one, great up here? Isn't it just? It is. It is great. It's terrible. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm that now league. that I'm now that guy. <laughs> the other one though is the Lotus Evora.
1: Okay. I think okay
0: jumping back and forth between a Lotus Evora and the Cayman GTS, you would both be thrilled. Uh, the automatic in that is not the world's greatest automatic. It pales in comparison to like the PDK, but it works. We, we drove an automatic one, and it was it was surprising, to be honest with you. Uh, those are, right now, they have, believe it or not, they have dropped to the 40-45 range for an Evora, an early Evora. So I think that's <laughs> another good option. I mean, I could come down into Lotus Elise, and you could have options. But that's that's a much more hardcore car, and I don't know from your email if you're willing to go that hardcore. That would be a great alternative car for this discussion. I just don't know that you're wanting to go that really focused and absurd. So there's my main two, Boxster Spider and Lotus Evora. Both of them were talking about a 2011, 2012 or so era. A good counterpoint to that Cayman GTS.
1: I like that. And uh, I think, well, I know in my own little car mind here that something fun implies that you have to look back at it longingly after you park it. I mean, I want to know, listeners, am I the only one here or am I... normal or am I crazy? So if you've got the GTS, what other car will be in a different category, but still something both you and your husband would fight over the keys. I think that happened I with agree. the Boxer Spider at the Avora. I think it could with something less expensive like the Fiat. It could, it could, mm-hmm. depending Possibly. on Possibly. how much you like it. I I just don't know. Go check that out. But, you know, if it's something that is just a, a placeholder or yeah, not as fun, and you're just fighting over the keys. The in GTS. Then the exercise is pointless, right? It's got to be something that
0: that's stirs certainly the tone of this email, which is why I, I headed that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. A Lotus is up there. Totally. And then you'd have to buy the T-shirt, of course, that we're going to make, and uh, you all know that. I actually
0: hadn't. Right? I actually hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought about the fact this is another potential Lotus T-shirt buyer, but it could be. It's so all now about we slang. just have to actually design that shirt. Yeah, yes. exactly. Anyway, uh, let's let's try to wrench ourselves from that discussion and talk about Nick, who's writing to us uh, about his possible need for an SUV. He had a uh, 2012 BMW 320i that he thought this this is kind of funny to me. He thought it was a Focus sports car, and then his wife got a Mini Cooper. And he suddenly felt like the Mini was leaving the BMW in the dust it all counts. Mm-hmm. So he got rid of the BMW. Oh, I actually should do, I should tell the bad story, shouldn't I?
1: Yes, yes. Tell Nick's story to the good people.
0: Well, I mean, the bad thing here is that she bought a Mini Cooper and it was a money pit. which is the sad part of those cars. So they ended up actually kind of working a deal with the dealer that that had sold it to them used, and they traded it back in instead of them unsuccessfully fixing it, and they got a 2015 more updated Mini Cooper that has been obviously low mileage, and she loves it. And that has informed them on sporty driving, so the BMW had to go... And uh, then he keeps buying fun stuff. This is just. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm scrolling this email again. Just pick this up. It's here, amazing. He just huh? keeps buying fun.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of Porsche and Caymans, Nick and his wife owned one. They own actually, Nick, you had the, the same year that I had manual transmission. Yeah, yeah. A red 07 Porsche Cayman, 27,000 mm-hmm. miles, and it's pretty awesome. It commuting to work. Looks like you had a lot of fun. Yes, twice as fast as the BMW and no body roll. Surprise. Yeah, great, great road trip car, as Todd and I found out when I picked up that first car. We were very surprised yeah, by yeah. the usability of it, mm-hmm. honestly. And you had an autocross event in it, which is pretty awesome as well. But to get uh, to move forward here, family intervened. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you needed to replace the mini, and because you've got a baby on the way, so congratulations on your growing family. That's awesome. Yes, it does change the equation quite a bit, but we also love digging in for families to really find the balance between something yeah. that you know fits all the plastic that's
0: going to enter your life and still yes. fun. All of the colored plastic. I had I had a side note today uh, on on the kids scenario. I was somewhere. Well, I mean, I. I Picked my son up from school today and took him to a couple of his after school activities. And, you know, I look, I have an only child, I have a son. So I am not conditioned to something. And you fathers of, of little girls out there, I have to just hat tip to you right now because there is an octave that little <laughs> girls can achieve that it's like my personal pause button. Hmm. Whatever's going on, they hit that octave and I freeze in place. Until they leave that octave and I am suddenly reanimated again. It just stops me in my tracks. Deer in the
1: headlights, huh? That's pretty I, funny.
0: Seriously. And I know, I know many of you out there. I know actually personal friends with little girls. And I don't know where those dads gain that ability to tolerate that octave that is possible from the voice of a little girl. But I was somewhere today picking up my son, and there was a, a gaggle of little girls all in that octave. And I, 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 did. I just kind of froze in place. Was like, I don't have a response for this. I don't have a tactic. I don't have a way to get out. Wow. So. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but That's the point really is, funny. kids, kids are going to change all of that. You're going to have tolerances you never imagined before. I mean, you had you sold your Cayman and bought a Golf R, so you have the Mini and the Golf R, and now you're realizing the Mini should probably be replaced. And because of kids and stuff and life and you want, you know, to be able to do baby seat and four adults and stroller. and I mean, this is your list here. Wow. Okay, lots of stuff. We know that. You don't want a minivan. Okay, we applaud you there. So you're thinking you have to jump to SUV. And that's where you kind of grind your teeth and the real car debate begins.
1: Yeah, it really does. And it does sound like the SUVs are an option. But what Nick is really trying to do here is – still find that fun-to-drive factor in a car that's not an SUV chassis or SUV size, I will say, SUV ride height, you know, where the center of gravity's Mm -hmm. lower, it just provides a better driving feel overall. So he lists the Audi A6, the S6, the Audi Q7, he likes the Cayenne, he likes a Panamera, but it's only two seats. Uh, What else, X5 from BMW? So yes, these are all good choices. And mm-hmm. we're not saying, by any means, ignore those. It's They're very solid. And also Nick puts in here that his hobby is going to dealerships and driving cars. They <laughs> see him coming. <laughs> Nick, welcome back. Let me steer you this way to something new over here, which is really hilarious. I love that.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they know him on site. And yeah, he's just coming to, t- to kick tires. Some of them don't like that, it sounds like, which isn't too surprising, honestly. Well, but. Yeah.
1: Is what it is. But, hey, you know, they know that you're going to be a customer at some point. So it sounds like you still have the Golf R. Is that what I'm reading here? The Golf R is still in place.
0: Golf R exists, and uh, the Mini is on the replacement block. I mean, they've got two small hatches they're enjoying. But looks like the, 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 the Cayman has come and gone. They loved it. And now it's kind of reality of we need real kid room is happening. His wife's probably going to drive whatever we're talking about. So, it's an interesting choice. They have also thrown out the Chevy SS. I love that. They're give, everybody's giving you a Paul limiter, and they're giving me a no on the Chevy SS. Have you yeah, noticed? That's, that's funny. This is the pattern now. People they're are telling listening. you, <laughs> please awesome. don't spend more than this, and they're telling Todd, please stop it with the Chevy SS. That's really so, okay. funny. All right. I hear you. I hear you. You we'll, realize. We'll that. that's, that's a fine. common thread with Tacey,
1: too, because her husband suggested the SS.
0: That's what I'm saying. People are, people are going, what about the? No, I don't want the SS. <laughs> I don't want it, which is, which is Chevy's whole problem. How do we get past this? Well, first off, it's got to look better. and It's got to have a better interior. But I don't know that it's going to be around long enough to change that. But anyway, yeah, probably, so no Chevy SS. We've got to get a family car going. I've got, a, I've got actually three ideas uh, if we don't go SUV. And then I, I, the, the, the struggle here, honestly, for Nick, is I don't know a price. There's right. no actual right. budget listed here. So, based on the stuff he's talking about, I'm guessing we've got somewhere in the neighborhood of about 60 grand to play with. Cuz everything he's listing, you know, is either it's, side of 60 grand new yeah. used. Yeah, it's got to be decent. It's got to be decent. So, all
1: okay. right. All right. Well, let's have some fun with this because I'm with you. I wasn't quite sure, so I'm going to go I'm going to start medium to high and kind of go up a little bit. But then I'm gonna come back to Earth, so don't worry. I'm I'm not like a hot air balloon or a, you know, helium balloon that just is gonna. You're float not a, a weather balloon. balloon. We will see you again. I, 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 I see, see I, can, I get where you're going. They haven't Got left it. one up there yet, so uh, I, I will come back to Earth. I promise. But Nick, how about a Porsche Macan? That car is the balance we keep mm-hmm. talking about it. The balance between something sporty, great handling, but still has some space, more space than you're mm-hmm. used to. Again, I love all your other choices, but what about a Macan? And right now, used, the Macan S is about fifty grand. So, hmm, mm-hmm. something to think about. You know, low miles, 20,000 miles, somewhere in there. Well, that got me thinking. I thought, well,
0: if you're yeah. looking at a Macan. I, I, I knew you'd go there, by the way. And that's why I, I decided to put it on my maybe I'll mention it if it doesn't get mentioned list. But there it is. It's already done. There, so there it is.
1: It's out there. I thought about the Jaguar F-Pace. I'm in this f pace mode where i want everyone to have an f pace based solely on their looks i'm in love with this the proportions it's just it's beautiful and it's hard to make that a car beautiful has truck.
0: It is That car has so gotten under your skin from a design perspective that you're just kind of lost. It's really funny to me. I I think it's great, but it's really (laughs) funny to me. It's one of those cars. Somebody asked us a question about how would we trick out an F-Pace. And I do have to say that it does feel like one of those cars where it really needs extra stuff. The Mm -hmm. ones that are really tricked out and are the upper end are spectacular. And you see a base one, and you kind of go, ah, it's okay. I. I really think exterior-wise, wheels and extra little flares and the stuff they do on the bigger ones really matter on that car. They don't matter on all cars, but they feel like they really do on the F-Pace. But you are all about it right now. Keep going.
1: I don't know why. I, I'm just, yeah, it's the proportion. It's the design, the proportions, the Jaguar heritage. The, oh, okay, all right, I'll stop. Yeah. Jaguar F-Pace. Yeah, stop. Please go stop. drive those. Go make friends with your Jaguar dealer. Then I went kind of sideways, Nick.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Come with me over to Volvo, and check out this okay. XC60 okay. Polestar. Mm. They start at sixty-two thousand dollars, and they're proportionally halfway between a sedan and a wagon. They're not all wagon, but they're not a sedan. And it's yeah. the performance edition, and the interior are, the seats are gorgeous. The interior is gorgeous. I'm pretty thoroughly impressed by this and it's something completely refreshingly different for your palate. You've driven a lot of cars, you've owned a lot of hot sports cars, you've had the Cayman, you've checked that box, you've had BMWs. Hmm. What about this performance Volvo, the XC60 Polestar? Starts at so 62. That
0: is interesting. It's up there.
1: But yeah, works for family, right. works for Nick. Your wife will be thrilled driving it. I, I'm just kind of eyeballing this thing. Trying to think, okay. who could buy this? Who is this good for? <laughs> it's not a full sports car.
0: <laughs> You're finding cars and going, I know who that works for. That's great. I, I okay. am.
1: All right. All right.
0: Which, of course, That's led good. me
1: from the Volvo all the way to the AMG E63 S wagon. It's got a 577 horsepower by Turbo V8 and starts yep. at $105,000.
0: I only suggest gonna... that
1: cuz I don't know your budget, Nick. I don't.
0: But Hang on. Hang on. Whoa. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there for this reason. You brought it up, but it's on my list because I am right now looking at a $58,000 silver, 50,000 mile 2012 Mercedes-Benz E63 AMG wagon. Done. Seriously. 2012,
1: 50,000 miles.
0: Well, okay. I, I Look, look, I admit to you, Nick, Right now, I have no idea. I have no idea how much of a bucket of money it takes to to maintain this thing. <laughs> you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna need be to haul the water to, pails on your head. You're gonna need to, you're gonna need to scour the forums and find out how reliable and expensive are they. Here's the thing: even if they are reliable, as Paul said, it's a hundred thousand dollar car. When you take it in for service, it's a hundred thousand dollar car. So, like buying a used Porsche, it's going to be expensive to maintain. But I had a feeling, and I went looking. If you go back a bit. Fifty grand in your pocket, you could get yourself an E63 AMG wagon. That is a serious contender here. Yes, the new ones are a hundred. We've cut that in half.
1: Hmm. I'm really glad you suggested that. I, I thought, uh, yeah, I suppose we could go use, but then I just, of course, went to the AMG site and started drooling. And uh, of course, you know, did. Of course yeah. it's a wagon. So anyway, yep. but I will come back to Earth with my last choice here, all the way back down. And that is this new VW Golf All-Track. It's caught my eye on television commercials. Hmm. It's caught my eye online, print ads. I like the proportions of this thing, and it starts at about $27,000. Nick, would it be weird to have two Volkswagens in your driveway? Would it be totally out of the question? I mean, you've got the R. (laughs) Here's the family car. I dig the proportions. It's longer. I think your wife would like driving it, and... It's it's all wheel drive. It's lifted. It's it's like yeah. Volkswagen yeah. does a lightweight uh, all road, and they call mm-hmm. it the all-track. So
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm intrigued
1: by this car. It's, I just I like it. For yeah, families. it's them chasing this. And um,
0: They're...
1: yeah, it's a it's a new choice. It's a new entry. I've been yeah. carping on about choice, and here we are with something new.
0: Well, it's them chasing the Subaru alt, uh, Crosstrek, which has been a wild, wildly successful seller for Subaru. I swear, it's almost the official car of Utah right now. Uh, so <laughs> I see so ugly. many of those techs since they've released them. I've driven one. It's fine. It's a slightly lifted base Impreza. I mean, that's what it is. So they're chasing that crowd, which has been a successful place for Subaru. I see it. That's a, that's a, good, that's a good alt. And you're right. You have come way back down to earth. Uh, I have two others okay. that I think might All work right. for Nick right. that are both in this. And again, I'm operating in a category of I'm guessing here. I'm totally guessing on your budget. I'm guessing it's 40 to 60, legitimately. So, in that realm, there are two other cars that I think at least have to be mentioned <coughs> CTS V wagon. Anyone? Oh, Hello?
1: Good. Yeah, good that's one. out there.
0: That's out there. And then the Audi A7. You could get your choice. The Audi A7 is going to look; it just looks very classy. You say you've looked at the A, you've looked at the uh, A6 and the S6, but there's no mention of the A7. And I'm just sitting here going, I know it sounds weird, but just the hatch alone to me makes that feel more family car.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. So sure, I can
0: see that A7. I, I think you would enjoy driving it. Look at our A7 versus uh, used Panamera piece because you've mentioned you like the Panamera, but you just you don't think it's a legitimate option for you. So okay, we put the A7 up against it. It's not as good dynamically as the Panamera, but it's pretty much trading punches in every other way. So I think the A7 is a real contender. And I think the CTS-V, you would just laugh. You would just enjoy it. Now, you can get those in auto, and you can get them in six speed. I'm not sure which way you want to go. Good news is the auto are easier to find, and they're cheaper. So um, yeah, those are my my, my cars for Nick.
1: Somebody's about to smack us upside the head, because that A7 just reminded me of the Tesla. What about a used Model S? I mean, family car, sure. flip down seats. Sure. Uh, yeah. Still could be in that price range, maybe
0: used. Total alts. I mean, you would enjoy that for for different reasons than buying a pure performance car. It's in places where you feel like you gave up a small performance car, the Tesla would make up for it in other places. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I yeah I think that's a I think that's a great option. You're right because we're in that we're right in its backyard. I think it's I'm glad you mentioned it. Thank you for doing that.
1: I've just I realize somebody's <laughs> breathing a sigh of relief. Many of you are wondering Probably. why we didn't mention yeah. that. But you know, it never it never really occurs to me about a used Tesla, even though they're out there and I haven't mm-hmm. gone searching mm-hmm. for them. But whenever we think Tesla, we're always thinking brand new
0: and sure. therefore
1: yeah. not really attainable for most people. But how about a used mm-hmm. one?
0: And That's good. That's very good. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Um, But yeah, it's a life change, huge life change for you. It's, uh, you know, I hope you don't suddenly think that you've, you know, (laughs) left left everything behind and you're suddenly off the grid because you're not
0: but it could absolutely work as the family car it absolutely could work yeah. as the family car i mean i'm actually on the tesla site right now because of course you can get use tesla's other places i just yeah. jumped on the tesla site real quick and below 50 grand there are options now most of them i will admit are the original 60 which has got like i'm going to get it wrong but it's about 160 mile range versus the 200 whatever okay. but i can see an 85 here there's an 85 here now not the p85 the standard 85. But an 85 kilowatt battery—that's the one that's getting over 200 uh, miles for the charge. 44,000 miles for 48 grand, and that's on the Tesla website. So huh. you know you probably find deals elsewhere. So yes, with if, if you're really spending 50 to 60, thanks for bringing this up, Paul, because i, I that's a bad oversight if we hadn't mentioned it. There are options in the 85. I would recommend to you the 85 over the 60 because the 85 is more real-world usable.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that A7. Just I, I saw the shape when you mentioned the hatchback.
0: I nope, saw the shape right.
1: of the Tesla in my mind and thought, oh, you're absolutely right. I have to mention that. Yep. We've got to acknowledge this yep. car.
0: There's choices in the 50s. And, and I, we don't know we're in the 50s. We're guessing. But uh, that's good. That's good. And I will say, sorry, I have to I have to say this. If you are considering a uh, uh, Model 3 that after you put all the stuff on it would be 50 grand, you could buy a Model S right now. I'm just saying.
1: or two chevy bolts one and a half chevy bolts. yes you could do that too whatever
0: you you could you could buy one and a half chevy whatever i love that's one of my favorite things about car math is when somebody (laughs) buys a car and somebody says well that's this many whatever's yes (laughs) it is we understand Uh, it you know how about a bolt
1: and a really nice european vacation although nick's from europe so he probably can go anytime he wants and He's probably got family there. Anyway.
0: It, it, it always makes me laugh when somebody's like, well, yeah, you bought a Ferrari, but you could buy 10 FRSs. Unless you're stocking a race team, there's no <laughs> reason to buy 10 FRSs. So this is the strangest math ever. Oh, that's pretty funny. But anyway. Well, uh, I, mean, I don't I, – and I actually don't mind it when you talk about you could buy two of another car because people have two cars. Yeah. But when yeah. it's – you could buy 10 of – nobody's buying 10 of anything. No one is. So stop it. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Hopefully this is helpful, guys. We had a lot of fun doing that. And uh, please let us know, as we always say, uh, especially you, Tacey. I'm really curious uh, what's going to fill the void left by the GTS when you're not driving it.
0: Because it's hard. Be good to hear what the alternate is on that. Yeah, I know. I know. you're. Yeah. Shocking. You're talking about the GTS as being awesome. Let us uh, try to move on to Facebook. Uh, On the way there, though, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. If you haven't rated it yet, please do. That helps us. Your ratings, your reviews, we really appreciate it. It helps the podcast grow. We've grown a ton this year entirely based on that. And one of the things we've added just this year is these Facebook questions, and uh, you guys are awesome with them. I can't believe how many we're getting regularly. Uh, I will actually tease. We're almost to 150 podcasts now. Uh, at uh, the 100 intervals, we will do another round of just questions that have nothing to do with cars. I know that's a ways down. It feels like a ways off, but at two a week. We'll get there quick. But in the interim, we're always looking for your Facebook questions. I picked out four, but uh, how many did you grab?
1: I've got three here, and I'll jump right in with Jean-René Boutin, who is uh, way up in Quebec, I think, uh, somewhere in Canada, the great north, and is a really great listener. He always yeah. uh, he always snipes me on Facebook and uh, right when we're about to record, because I think he knows when we do now. So <laughs> he just says, hey, have a great recording, and thank you, Jean-René. He asks us if we have a car-related collection like scale models and books and posters and keychains and ornaments and license plates and all this stuff. And uh, <laughs> you're laughing. He's, he's, I can he's hear come all of to you the right place.
0: <laughs> he's he's coming to the right place. Here's the thing. I collected Hot Wheels forever, but my Hot Wheels at this point looked like I went through a crusher. I mean, I, I was not precious with my Hot Wheels. So all of the ones that I had... There's there's two or three that have survived to make it into my son's car collection, and they are beat down. So there's nothing <laughs> that survived that kind of world with me. They're diecast
1: metal. How are they crushed? What'd you do? Run over them with your car? What happened? Well,
0: they're not. I mean, they're not crushed, but they're missing vital paint jobs and they've got dents. And I mean, I I used my I, just like I do now. I use my cars. They, they so got driven. You
1: go. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jean Rene, I admit to having a bunch of that stuff. But interestingly, all my proclivities, there you go, have gone to ding clothing. Ding. Well done. And now I'm into ball caps. Yeah. I'm a hat guy to begin with. I love hats of all kinds. I try to wear as many of them as I can when we're shooting. But I, uh, I love hats. I love the ball caps. Most of them are Porsche, but definitely Spa, Nurburgring, <laughs> Goodwood. And uh, yeah. now I've added a BMW ball cap that I got in Munich at BMW Welt. And uh, yes. got a T-shirt and cap. So yeah, clothing. I just I, I like that kind of stuff, along with, <clears throat> Porsche Cologne. Uh, anyway, um,
0: stop it. Did I say that out loud? Stop it.
1: I can't control my inner monologue.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I actually the only reason I've collected stuff is because I've gotten into hobbies that require a lot of stuff. I have an inordinate amount of climbing gear. Much of it very technical. I mean, I almost have enough to do, like, a big Yosemite multi-day big wall. I have that level of climbing gear, like, yeah, scattered all over the garage. I, I collected it over about a decade period, and in the last five years have probably climbed outside. I mean, I have a rock wall in my garage, so I have a lot of random climbing holds, too. Talk about collecting stuff. Man, But But yeah. uh, I – I haven't actually used most of that heavy-duty gear in the last five years because of being a dad. So I haven't needed that kind of climbing. I imagine we'll work our way back into it. The sad thing is a lot of that gear will now be uh, not safety-rated anymore for sitting too long and not being used and being outdated. But the point is I have a lot of climbing gear. I didn't set out to collect it. I just was like, well, I need one of those. You could weave a hammock. I'm going to be at a crack that big at some point. I need a cam that size. This is what happens. So it's not necessarily a collection. It is a a, I need gear. Uh, That's the disease that I have. I also have an inordinate number of backpacks. Uh, Same kind of situation. I didn't set out to collect backpacks. I just needed one exactly that size. I'm going to go on that hike. I need one exactly that size. And now I have a closet full of backpacks.
1: I can justify that with jackets. I can always justify a cool new jacket. For some reason, I just... You know, this one is for, like, you know, temperatures between 62 and 64. Yeah, I can't do it. And breezy it. outdoors. This one's no, between sorry. 58 and 60. Yeah.
0: I have, like, three jackets. I, I, that's My my clothing is abysmal anyway, let's be honest. Look at me on camera. This is not a guy that you want to be following along in fashion anyway. So uh, clearly follow Paul and ignore me. That's, that's really how that goes. <laughs>
1: Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Well, good question, John Renee. Thank you for uh, watching and listening, as we always say. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it.
0: Kevin wrote in and he asked about car videos, but with only audio. He said that he's just curious if we have any that we like to listen to, to just listen to the engine noises. And Kevin, this reminded me of, uh, of this reality. We do those. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, we call them the sights and sounds pieces. When we do a large comparison or a big featured car, we follow the week after with us what we call a sights and sounds piece. It's what the name suggests. We take out all our commentary. We collect the best shots for sights and sounds of the car. Just letting the car, We we I say it in the intro, letting the car speak for itself. And it's typically two to three minutes worth for every car. If you're wanting to just look at cars and listen to them, we've shot a bunch of them. We will keep doing them. If you're looking for that that'd be my first go to. I don't honestly seek them out much from others because we're making them from some cool cars. There are others out there that do similar things. Uh, I know Winding Road does them and some other things, but you know, we do them and uh, I'd love for you to be watching those.
1: Austin Boone asks about the Porsche 928 which I had. Of course, oh, yeah. Austin, you mm-hmm. had to bring that up and make me miss my car. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. Uh he is asking <laughs> if we think that car will be the next big collectible Porsche of course, after the 911s. And apparently, you've got a friend that is convinced about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Austin, in the run from 1978 to 1995, Porsche built approximately 60,000 928s. It doesn't sound like a lot, but in Porsche land, that's quite a bit. Yeah. And that's quite a yeah. large run for those cars. They mm-hmm. were updated once. Uh, there were some other later updates. But generally speaking... Uh, they went from uh, Scarface to Risky Business to, uh, what else? <laughs> the one I had, 1988.
0: They have, a, they have a Hollywood resume, and then they were done. That's a fair point. That's a yeah. fair point.
1: But the later cars are ones I really love. Uh, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you want a website to go drool over them, Will Hoyt Enterprises out in Missouri, I think, always has quite a lovely collection.
0: Of There's course a, you know where oh, to find them.
1: man. I mean man. But oh, man. They're overpriced. This guy is asking... A ninety-five, nine twenty-eight GTS. He's asking hundred nine thousand dollars,
0: and if no, there's somebody silly no. enough to
1: pay that kind of money, so maybe, maybe he's already trying to do that and artificially inflate the prices. But they made so many, you can go find one for probably ten grand, and they'll run. Get less and run if you want. Yeah, run. you can take care of them, but they'll run.
0: They are expensive to maintain, just like the 944s and those kind of things. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that 928 is, a, is one of the unloved Porsches. I feel like it's – this sounds weird, but I almost feel like it's in that category of the 912. It, they're not the same, I realize. Not the same, I realize. But my point is, it's an offshoot of a different Porsche idea. It's not. It wasn't the front runner of of racing. You know, the nine forty four was a major Mm -hmm. race car. The nine twenty eight was less so. So it's not a front runner in racing. It's not the icon nine eleven. You know, as you said, they made a lot of them. Here's the thing about that car. I think, you know, you've got the guy with the overinflated prices. I think the ones that are low miles and in pristine condition, those are a find. Yeah. But it's one of those cars. You know, I'll give you the great example. The the, the car I owned at the same time, the Z32 300ZX from Nissan. Yeah. If you had $4,000, $3,000 even, you could go buy many of those cars. You can just find them. (laughs) The 928 is the same way. You don't even need much money. You can go out and buy one. The the switch is you find the one that is late model year, low mileage, pristine and stock. That car's worth money. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's what that's where the nine for me. I think that's where the nine twenty eight is. I think the ones that are in really great shape that are going to be garage queens will probably maintain value or go up. I think everything else is just going to kind of sit there. Yeah. That's, my, that's my instinct.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Even though I still want another one. Yeah, one hundred thirty nine thousand dollars for a pristine nine twenty eight.
0: Beautiful, no.
1: cool, but no. Uh, keep searching. Keep searching. This guy's out of his tree. I mean, you're no
0: o- you're only doing that if you have a collection of cars, your museum collection of cars, yeah. and you're adding to your museum. You're not doing that because Sadly. you're shopping for your fun driving car. Sadly. That's that's not. You know, nobody's throwing down over a hundred grand for a nine two eight as their fun driving car. They're doing it as their storage car.
1: Although I'd love it if somebody dropped a new Porsche engine in the 928, or of course if Porsche built another 928 or something like that, the next yep. great GT car. So, uh, bated breath over here.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think their their lineup suggests that there's a place for it now, but uh, we'll see if they do it or not. Yeah. Uh, we also had uh, Dammy wrote in again and asked an oddball one, but I will I'll answer it anyway. If you could preserve your consciousness to to be uploaded to the virtual world as a simulation and continue on after you have gone would you do it? I have two thoughts on this. My first thought is sure, why not? <laughs> sure. I mean, why yeah. not? I mean, you know, okay, you, you live on in one form or another, isn't that kind of the human desire anyway? We just kind of want to keep living on. So in that regard I say yes. However, I wonder if my son and or my wife would be like, oops, I pulled the plug. There's no transfer. He's gone. Oops, I'm sorry. I we not just... hear you. Yoink. Yeah, exactly. His consciousness was half transferred and we had a massive crash. I don't know what happened. Uh, I just, I, yeah, I, I think there would be those people that I would I would have outlived my uh, my usefulness and I would now only be a source of annoyance. So the last thing we need is Todd uploaded to a computer somewhere. That's my instinct, even though I'm fine with it. I guess
1: yes for me because, you know, I want to think about cars and look at cars. And if it's my consciousness <laughs> could, that could just scour the internet for good car deals and cool cars, then I suppose yes. But otherwise, it would be, that's… Um, it,
0: it would be the Paul bot. He pops up on your email every now and then and just throws websites at you for cars that are pristine and, and, and stored somewhere.
1: That's it. I, the Paul bot would scan your bank account and figure out how much to spend and then pop up as a little avatar and go… <laughs> I no, spent your money the Paul already. Bot, <laughs> the
0: Paulbot the Paulbot would scan your bank account and also your credit history and would spend more than you have. That's what the Paulbot would do. Yeah.
1: So for that reason, yes, I'd like to live on so I could spend all your money forever and ever. That would be um
0: a good Frightening thing. What that would be. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Thanks. Weird yeah, yeah.
1: question, but uh we could go deep into that rabbit hole, couldn't we? <laughs>
0: Where is the eject cord? Okay. Uh, Hamid wrote in and said he's asking about – you're talking about websites. He's asking about the non-usual suspect websites to be looking for cars. Uh, You know what? Paul is a bottomless pit of great websites for this. But I'm going to say this. He's already simplified it, Hamid. Go to our website, everydaydriver.com. Look for Paul's secret websites underneath the writings in there. They are in there. He's got a great listing of places you can go and look, and some of them actually might be close to where you are in the country. So you could go in person if you really want to challenge your bank account. Uh, so there are a ton of those sites listed, and Paul, I mean, even tonight you've listed two I've never heard of. So he will keep adding to that list because he keeps finding them. I swear you have a different inter- internet connection than I do. I, I, I'm convinced. <laughs> the cord
1: runs across the street to this weird place. I, I really don't know. It's uh, uh, yeah, it's it it shocks me, but bravo anyway. I'm not sure. I forgot to add foreigncarsitalia.com. They are in Greensboro, <laughs> North Carolina, and Stop they've got it. Uh, a lot of delicious pre-owned Porsches in there. So uh, have happy hunting. <laughs> what else? Uh, super quick here. Jonathan Drake is um, speaking of Into the Future. Says, Oh yes, it is the year 2050. You're judging a car show. What factors would you consider relevant for collector cars at that time that would be used to determine best in show? Things like by decade, country of manufacturing, drivability, styling, build quality, customizing.
0: Huh. Wow, I I f- suddenly feel shockingly unqualified. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure anybody's qualified to this and, to answer this, but I'll give it a stab. I uh, I think we're all going to be in, buried in such autonomy that anything that you can actually drive will mm-hmm. be amazing and beautiful, and all the cars that we enjoy and think about now because autonomy will have taken over. And therefore, if we're all autonomous, I've said this before, and looking at our phones, and bored, and just going wherever we go, what's the point of stylistic beauty for our pods driving around? What's the point of having something that looks different than anybody else? So all the car manufacturers have bought each other, there's only one car manufacturer, (laughs) and they build all the bubbles on wheels, and so, therefore, yep. all these cool cars that we have and enjoy now, which is why it's so great to be alive now in this time to be a car enthusiast, that, yeah. would, that would really say it all. Because they'll huh. all be electric. They'll all be bubbles with wheels and boring. And
0: I mean, now you've got my brain rattling around in here. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're talking about what would, what would we be kind of lusting after from the bygone era. Yeah. And so I think you would have things like the Teslas that would be fascinating because they would be Gen 1 of what we're talking about. Gen 1 of electric, Gen 1 of autonomy, which would be so, probably by that point, would be so commonplace and so well refined that to have a Gen 1 version would be intriguing. And then to think about the fact that a Hellcat is being sold in the same model year as a Model S. Mm. Mm-hmm. Here's a Hellcat, just throw a bomb of an engine under the hood of an enormous car and That's call it funny. done.
1: That, that's true. You know, yeah. I
0: think something like that would be very intriguing in that era as well, because it, here these cars would be their peers right now, and we and while we think of them as odd right now, when everything goes away from something like a Hellcat, how weird's the Hellcat going to look? So, <laughs> yeah. you know that yeah. that strikes me as a real option there as well. I think it'll be those cars that are connected to a bygone technology or stuff that uh, I mean. The, the, the cars that connect to your, your iPhone 7, I, that would be a laugh, but I don't think it's going to gain you any money. Uh, but something like a Hellcat, where it's analog and has a huge engine because it's old school, you know cars can you can you imagine people sitting around talking about can you believe they used to have hydraulic systems for the yeah. steering i mean you had to put fluid in here right. i mean that that's that's going to happen when every car has got an electric uh, power steering and a cvt then a 6-speed manual with, an, with a hydraulic steering rack is going to be like whoa that's <laughs> totally. that's crazy how did they do that you know yeah
1: jonathan i think it's going to be like the first tron movie the original tron movie is to us now. It's a laugh. It's just, it's Hmm. so funny. I see that. But we still kind of dig it, because that was filmmaking, trying to tackle technology then, and look where we're at right now with virtual reality, with computing power, with the power of the cloud. Have you ever seen that t-shirt that says, the cloud is just somebody else's computer? I've got to get that t-shirt. It's the best one. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. uh, it's going to be sort of, you know, a lot of nostalgia and wow. So that's how they did it, huh? Anyway, back in our Porsche bubble,
0: onwards. <laughs> it's going to be one car company, and everything you buy is just called car. So there's a big discussion about: Are you buying a new car this year? Yes, I am buying a new car this year. That's it's right. the it's the 2065 car. Yes, slightly revi- revised from last year. This year, the windows tint themselves a little bit further on your command. Oh, what a frightening world. Okay, yeah. I think we should stop there before we depress ourselves. Um I think that's and we're past an hour anyway, so I say we call it.
1: I'm totally fine with that. Everyone, thank you very much for watching, for listening. We hope you enjoy that pilgrimage adventure film that we just dropped on you. If you haven't seen it, go to the YouTube channel and find that Pilgrimage Adventure for 2016. This was all the guys that joined us on the trip, and look yeah. how much fun they're having. We had a great time. Thanks again to all those guys and RSR in Germany and Komotech in Germany for providing the Lotus. That was delightful. Mm-hmm. That should be dropping soon as well. It's a fast blast at some point here. And yep, don't forget, uh, T-shirts, as we talked about at the top of the podcast, and the Icon film is coming for Christmas. Great stocking stuffer. But in the meantime, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>